back to Squared Sports Land Frank Podcast. On Melissa's podcast, Land Frank, we are now in episode number 47, everybody. Our one-year anniversary of the Squared Sports Podcast. But what a week it was in college football last week. NFL week one starting up. MLB playoff race coming down to the wire and so much more. Stay tuned for Squared Sports Land Frank, episode number 47. Let's hop into it. Now, let's start with episode number 47, how I always do with the headlines in the NFL. You know, not a lot of crazy news in the NFL last week. You know, cut days over, but we got week one starting up this week, okay? Next segment, we got schoolyard sports NFL game day. Making their return, but not too much news in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell signing the Baltimore Ravens. You know, when he was at the Steelers, it's our travel. It seemed like he would never ever sign with the Ravens, never ever signed with another team in the AFC North. But he did sign with the Ravens because the Ravens lost Justice Hill, brother Dax Nell, safety from Michigan. They lost Justice Hill, their back running back, and their starting running back, J.K. Dobbs. They lost Mark Ingram in the offseason. They pretty much only have Gus Edwards right now. They say, hey, let's get Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, not too long ago, was a Pro Bowl running back. Okay, He was a top talent in the NFL. Let's go get him. Had a rough couple years with the Jets. What, rough year with the Chiefs? But let's go scoop up Le'Veon Bell, everybody. Great move by the Ravens. I love this to support Lamar Jackson, okay? Because that run game's pretty much going to be led by Lamar Jackson. Then they're going to go Gus Edwards. And then, say Gus Edwards, you know, he's not always reliable. He can get hurt sometimes. He's not always durable. Then you put Le'Veon Bell in there. This is a great running game. A top 10 running game in the NFL, in my opinion. The Baltimore Ravens. That's pretty much the only news in the NFL right now. Let's move over to the MLB where we got a lot of news. Okay. And then we'll be. My New York Mets are rolling, everybody. Okay, won seven out of their last nine, I think. I am pumped to see my New York Mets winning, okay? They had a five-game winning streak got snapped because doubleheader game two. Okay, it was a doubleheader game two. That's all I'm trying to say. New York Mets, a great, great streak so far. Only four games behind the NL East. Okay, they can win this division. Mark my words, by the end of the year, the New York Mets will win the NL East. Bookmark it. New York Mets are going to win the NL East, everybody, Okay. I'm sorry, Atlanta Braves. I'm sorry, Philadelphia Phillies. Javier Baez catch from fire. P. Alonso hit two home runs last night. Okay, Lindor's coming together. Everybody's coming together. New York Mets, top team, and then will be right now. Okay, just on fire right now. The New York Yankees had their 13-game winning streak. The Mets said, hey, let's stop that winning streak. Let's build on our winning streak. The New York Yankees winning streak stopped, and the New York Mets built on one. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. My New York Mets are rolling, everybody, but that's about for them will be this week. Let's move to college football, where you know we'll also have a lot of college football this episode. We'll have college football showcase where we'll introduce some new things, but you know, college football, a lot of great games this week. Okay, a lot of great games last week. Georgia beat Clemson, probably the biggest game of the week. 10-3, to 3, it was in the trenches game, everybody. That's my takeaway from that game. In the trenches, that game was. Okay, but a lot to go over in Squared Sports Land Frank, Epsom 47. Stay tuned. Now, no top five, everybody. At least not until the next second. We've got Schoolyard Sports NFL game they were trying. The first time in months. That NFL scene's back, everybody. We got week one. Let's start with Thursday Night Football. We're going to get this perfect record this week. We're picking 10 games. Let's hop into it. First game of the week. First game of the NFL season. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Give me the Buccaneers in this one. 31-17. Tampa Bay takes on the dub. Okay, next game. Steelers versus Bills, everybody. Okay, the Bills are at home, everybody. This is an easy win for the Bills, in my opinion. I think the Bills do end up winning this game. I'm taking the Bills, everybody. Okay, Cardinals, Titans, everybody. The game is in Tennessee. But I don't care. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals to win this game. Kyler Murray's going to have a breakout year. He can win Offensive Player of the Year. I'll give my Offensive Player of the Year prediction later on this episode. Maybe it's Kyler Murray, maybe it's not. But I think Kyler Murray can definitely be a candidate, a finalist for Offensive Player of the Year this year. I think he's going to have a great year. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have his great year with the Arizona Cardinals. I think this team starts to come together. I think the defense finally starts to come together. You know, if Chandler Jones is part of this team or if he is. And J.J. Watt, okay, this team is going to be a very good team. Much 
more improved from last year. You know, I was very high on the Cardinals last year, and then they dipped one eight and eight after that loss to Patriots. Just a rough end of the season. Got exposed by the Rams a couple times. The Cardinals are gonna come back different this year, everybody. They are. I'm taking the Cardinals to win this game. I'm sorry, Derrick Henry, rushing our leader. You might win the rush retail again this year. You might be offense player of the year again this year. But you're probably not gonna be. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. The Cardinals are gonna win this game. I'm sorry, Ryan Tannehill. J.J. Watts gets to suffocate that offensive line in this game. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Big. Now, next game, Seahawks versus Colts, everybody. Okay, it's in Indianapolis, but I don't believe in Carson Wentz. I really don't. I wish Jacob Beeson was starting this game. I really, really do. So that's why I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. Close, though, because I like this defense of the Indianapolis Colts. I love Darius Leonard. I love DeForest Buckner, who could also win Defense Player of the Year here. But I'm taking the Seahawks in this one over Indianapolis. Next game, Chargers versus Washington, everybody. Okay, you got two top 2020 picks going at Justin Herbert versus Chase Young. It's one of my most anticipated matchups. Week one, everybody. Okay, I've been saying it for a while. I'm taking the Chargers, though. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert. Just too much star power on the Chargers, in my opinion, for this team not to make the playoffs this year. I think the Chargers make the playoffs this year. By leaving the comment section, if you think the Chargers make the playoffs this year. But that's besides the point. Too much star power on this team. That's going to be the storyline of this game. That's why I'm taking the Chargers over Washington, everybody. Leave your pick in the comment section. Now, next game. Jets versus Panthers, everybody. Okay, it's not in New York. I wish it was because then it'd be Sam Darnold's return to New York City. But it's not. Jets versus Panthers, everybody. I'm taking the Panthers in this one. But close, because I do love Zach Wilson. But it's on the road in his first career game. You know, this team still needs some improvement. Still got Mekhi Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker, a greatly improved offensive line. But, you know, the running game has moles. We'll see how Corey Davis and Jameson Crowder do. I'm so excited to see how Zach Wilson does. And I'm pretty excited to see how Sam Darnold does also. But I don't think the story of this game is going to be Sam Darnold. I don't think he's going to be the main reason. I don't think he's going to put the team on his back in this game. But I think it might be the run game. Christian McCaffrey, who could win Offensive Player of the Year this year. Okay, but I am picking the Panthers to win this game. Uh, next game, Browns versus Chiefs, everybody. Rematch of the AFC Divisional matchup last year. Okay, we saw Patrick Mahomes go down in the AFC Divisional match last year against the Browns with a concussion. Then Chad Henney comes in and proves to be the next Patrick Mahomes. Pretty much played like Patrick Mahomes towards the end of the game, at least that third and 15 play. But I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. Beating the Browns in the rematch. I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield. Maybe you can still make the Super Bowl this year. Maybe. But I'm taking the Kansas State Chiefs in this one, everybody. Still a Super Bowl favorite this year. Have we forgot how good the Kansas State Chiefs are? They have made the Super Bowl Back-to-back years, okay? They have made the conference championship in three straight years, everybody. They have made the playoffs in four straight years, five straight years, whatever it might be. Okay, Kansas City Chiefs are a great team. Even without Patrick Mahomes all those years, they still were a great team, and they still are a great team. The Kansas City Chiefs, they are an amazing team in the NFL. You got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelce, Patrick Mahomes. I'm not forgetting about this team. You shouldn't either. I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. Big, actually. Next game, Dolphins versus Patriots, everybody. Okay, Tua Tungavailoa going over to Foxborough, playing the New England Patriots. Mac Jones, the starting quarterback. I'm taking the Patriots big in this one. I might even go 38-7, to everybody. Okay, you don't see big ones like that in the NFL, but I think we do this week. Okay, call me crazy, but I love Mac Jones, and I really don't like Tua Tungavailoa's play so far in the NFL. I really don't. Give Tua Tungavailoa one more year, and then you're saying, Deshaun Watson time, quarterback time. Maybe Desmond Ritter time we saw this week. Spencer Rattler time, Sam Howell time, whoever it might be. Carson Strong, whoever it might be. I don't think Tua Tungvaloa is a starting quarterback this team next year. I think Tua Tungvaloa might be a bust. I really do. That's why I'm taking the Patriots in this game big. I think Mac Jones plays great in this game. I think Damian Harris plays great in this game. And I, I really do. Okay? I think Hunter Henry and Jonathan Smith come up big. I'm taking the Patriots in this one big. Next game, Packers versus Saints. Everybody, game's in Jacksonville. Not a home game for the Saints anymore, which even adds on to the pile. I'm taking the Packers in this one. 38-24. Give me Green Bay. Next game. Ravens versus Raiders, everybody. Monday night football. I'm taking the Ravens. I really don't care about Legion Stadium fans being back. Okay, it's not the passionate Oakland Raiders fans going to this game. I don't think so. Okay, so that's why I'm taking the Ravens to win this one. 
big. 24 to 7. Give me the Ravens, everybody. Okay, I love this round game of the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, we're going to have Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, and Le'Veon Bell all in one backfield at a time, maybe. We'll see. But the Ravens going to have a good year this year. They are. Just a sneak peek of what to see in this game. I'm taking the Ravens in this one. Big. Now, that's about it from my score sports. NFL game day picks. Leave your picks in the comment section. I'm excited for week one. Leave your picks in the comment section. Nah, top five, everybody. And this isn't any ordinary top five this week, everybody. This is my top five bowl predictions for the 2021-2022 NFL season. Let's hop into it. Number five, the Cowboys surprise us all, and they win 10-plus games. Okay, after the Buccaneers game, they don't play a playoff team from last year until week 11. When they go off against Kansas City Chiefs, everybody, in late November, I'm picking the Cowboys to have a great year here. To surprise all of us. Okay, I think they lose one game to Washington, a couple other games down the way. I don't think they lose to the Chargers. I really don't. I think the Cowboys win that game fairly close, though. Okay, so I'm taking the Cowboys to have a great season so far. They're going to surprise us this year. They will. That's my fifth best bowl prediction. Number four, Patrick Mahomes wins his second MVP of the NFL. But you know what I said last year? And then I switched to Aaron Rodgers. But... I'm going with Patrick Rose as my preseason NFL MVP. I can't think of another player. I'm not going to take a running back. I'm not going to take Aaron Rodgers to win again. I'm sorry, Tom Brady and Josh Allen. I just don't see it. I don't see Josh Allen having a great year as like he did last year. I think he's still going to have a good year. Just not as great of a year as he had last year. I think the Bills can have a better year than they did last year, but maybe just not Josh Allen. That's why I'm picking Patrick Rose to win the MVP this year. My fourth best bowl prediction. Number three, the offensive player of the year in the NFL. I talked all about Squared Sports NFL game. It's going to be CMC. Christian McCaffrey, everybody's going to win. Offensive player of the year, he better. He's my running back for fantasy football. Offensive player of the year is Christian McCaffrey. No debate about it. And then, also, I'm going to throw my defensive player of the year. Who is my defensive player of the year pick? It's Chase Young. Okay, Chase Young, a fearless defensive edge. Say he doesn't get I think I picked Nick Bosa to win defensive player of the year last year before the season. I'm sorry, but Nick Bosa tore his ACL in week two. But, okay, but I'm sticking with Chase Young. I don't think he gets hurt. I really don't. Doesn't have a long career of injuries. Okay, I really don't. I don't he doesn't have a history of injuries. He really doesn't. I'm picking Chase Young to win Defense Player of the Year this year. We saw a glimpse of him last year, but I think he wins Defense Player of the Year this year. No debate about it. I'm sorry, Aaron Donald. I'm sorry, TJ Watt. You didn't get robbed last year at Defense Player of the Year. Aaron Donald deserved Defense Player of the Year last year. But Chase Young deserves Defense Player of the Year this year, and he's going to win Defense Player of the Year. My preseason pick for Offense Player of the Year is Christian McCaffrey. My preseason pick for Defense Player of the Year is Chase Young. That was my third best bowl prediction. Let's hop into number two, everybody. Okay, call me crazy. I'm high in this team. I was. Not anymore, though. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Rams both failed to make the Conference Championship game. I think the Conference Championship game in the NFC this year is going to be the San Francisco 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers. Call me crazy, you can, but I'm not. That is my prediction. Tampa Bay Buccaneers not going to make the Conference Championship game this year. Okay, you don't have a solid running game. You can say, oh, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Ah, rah, rah. Tom Brady's 44 years old. I'm not going to pull all the old car on Tom Brady. I'm very high on Tom Brady. I'm higher than most on Tom Brady. I'm reckoning Tom Brady is the third best player in the NFL right now. Okay, you can call me crazy on that too. But I really don't see this team having a Super Bowl run this year. Okay. It's, it's going to pay me to say I think they have an amazing and elite regular season. I think they go 15-2 in the regular season. I really do. But I think they have a playoff collapse. You can see, I mean, I mean, the year after the Green Bay Packers won their first championship with Aaron Rodgers, they went 15-1 the regular season. They lost their first playoff game. I think the Buccaneers go into the playoffs as the number one seed. And they lose their playoff game. To say it's either the 49ers or it's to the Green Bay Packers, they're not going to make the conference championship games here. Don't even get me started on the Rams. Okay, I think the Rams go 13-4 this year in the regular season. Also have another collapse. I think they lose maybe in the divisional round, maybe in the wild card round. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. My second best bowl prediction, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams, call me crazy, will not, no debate about it, make the conference championship game in the NFC this year. It's going to be the Green Bay Packers. Versus the San Francisco 49ers. Now, 
my number one bold prediction for this 2021-22 NFL season is that the New York Jets will win the Super Bowl, everybody. I'm just kidding. Okay, my Super Bowl pick for this year is the Green Bay Packers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And who do I have winning that game? Call me crazy. It's a last dance, everybody. Give me the Green Bay Packers to win the Super Bowl this year. That's about for top five this week. That's about for my top five. Bull predictions for the 2021 NFL season. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know everybody this week? So you know, it's a good one. Did you know no team's ever won the College Football Playoff National Championship game or the BCS National Championship game after losing their first game of the season? Okay, people were saying over the weekend, no team's ever made the College Football Playoff after losing their first game of the season. Clemson had good luck. Bowing up it a little bit. No team's ever won an outright National Championship game ever after losing their first game this season. No team's ever won a BCS National Championship game after losing their first game this season. No team's ever won a college football playoff National Championship game after losing their first game this season, let alone make a college football playoff. That's about for doing this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, MVP, MVP this week. This week's MVP is, I'm going to give it to Mackenzie Milton, everybody. You can say, why is it Mackenzie Milton? No, he didn't even win the game. Mackenzie Milton. Hadn't played football in three years. He had a pretty much 0% chance of playing a football again. Pretty much only a 25% chance of walking again after that horrific injury on November 30th against USF in their finale of the regular season after going 12-0. Okay, Mackenzie Milton to return on that field in that Notre Dame game to lead a comeback to bring them to overtime against a top 10 national team. Okay, as an unranked team, Mackenzie Milton brought them back in that game. You could say, oh, he fumbled the ball in the red zone in overtime. no. It was Mike Norvell's fault for icing his own kicker when the kicker made it. All right? That's on, and then the kicker missed the 35-yard field goal. Wasn't Mackenzie Milton's fault. Mackenzie Milton, just to fight back, he's easily MVP this week. No debate about it. Now LVP, everybody. Also college football. My LVP this week is preseason Heisman betting voters. Okay, you want to know why? These were pretty much the top Heisman candidates for the season. De'Aaron King? Nope. Pretty much. Blew his chances in week one. Brock Purdy? Absolutely not. He is a Heisman favorite going into the year. Iowa State quarterback. Iowa State quarterback. Had a terrible game against Northern Iowa. They only won by six against Northern Iowa. We'll talk about the Iowa State-Iowa game later on this episode in College Football Showcase, but no, no, no. He's not called. He's not Heisman favorite anymore. Derek King obviously has said no. Spencer Rattler? Absolutely not. Okay. Threw two interceptions in his first game. Didn't look like a Heisman in that game. Can still win the Heisman this year, but what I saw in week one did not look like a Heisman in week one. Sam Howell? Absolutely not also. Okay. Just lost the game for his team. Really was the only reason North Carolina lost the game. Okay. You could say the defense is bad also, but what was he doing on that last play of the game for North Carolina? Threw three interceptions, career high interceptions. Was probably the worst game of Sam Howell's college football career when he had to play the best game of the college football career, pretty much. Okay. Didn't shine the lights over the breast. I said that. They were a lock to win that game big with Carolina Virginia Tech. And you proved me wrong. Notre Dame went to Virginia Tech and won big. Okay? Clemson went to Virginia Tech in that game. Sold out. And won big. And I expect North Carolina to do the same. And they just didn't. They really didn't. Sam Howell doesn't have a chance to be the husband this year at all. And DJ Uangle, I don't even get to me start. Absolutely not. You can say, oh, Georgia defense. Yeah, they're great. Oh, no, no. DJ Uangle was terrible. Terrible. In week one. Okay, I wasn't high on DJ Uangle. Last year also, you could say, oh, he, you know, people said, he threw for 400 yards against Notre Dame. You're still not high on him? No, because he had bad plays in third down and goal pretty much. He, he could have won that game against Notre Dame, but he didn't because he didn't get third down conversions. What doesn't show up in the stat sheet, that's what that was. DJ Ongley had a really, really bad game against Georgia in week one. So my MVP of the week is Mackenzie Mill. My LVP of the week is if you betted the Heisman, if you bet any of these players to win the Heisman week one, if you bet Bryce Young, you're looking great right now. But 
outside of Bryce Young, these are pretty much favorites. Even JT Daniels didn't even play well. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. That's about for MVP, LVP this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, what lane would I take, everybody? The segment's returning. This week's what well, lane would I take situation is, if I had to start an MLB team right now, and I got to choose three players under the age of 25, I get to choose one infielder, one outfielder, one pitcher. They all have to be under 25. Who am I taking? Okay, a shortstop, this is an easy decision for me. I'm taking an infield. My first infielder, first pick, is Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay, I went to a Padres game over the weekend. He really didn't look good. I right field didn't even have a hit, but night before he hit a home run, okay, it wasn't a great game. Fernando Tatis Jr., the game I went to. But Fernando Tatis Jr. is an elite player. $330 million worth every penny of it. Fernando Tatis Jr., if I just choose one infielder, to start my franchise right now, I would choose him. Now my one outfielder, who am I taking? Ronald Acuna Jr. I'm sorry, Juan Soto, but I'm taking Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't care if he's going to be out the rest of this season, the rest of next season, and maybe some part of the next season, which I doubt will happen, but you never know. Ronald Acuna Jr. is who I'm taking as my outfielder. They're under 25 years old. If I had to start a franchise right now, my one outfielder. Now my last pick, one pitcher. I got to choose one pitcher under the age of 25. You know, there's a lot of good pitchers under the age of 25. You got Mike Soroka in there. You got Josiah Gray. You got a couple good prospects. But you know what I'm taking? I'm taking Jack Leiter, the number two pick in this year's MLB draft, going to the Texas Rangers. Okay, he has a chance to be a Hall of Famer. He has a chance to be one of the best pitchers of all time, one of the best players of all time. That's why I'm taking Jack Leiter as my top pitcher. If I were to start a franchise right now, under the age of 25, I would take him if I had to build a dynasty right now. So I would take Fernando Tatis Jr. as my infielder, and all the Queen Jr. as my outfielder, and Jack Leiter, pitcher out of Vanderbilt. Okay, that's probably one lane would I take this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. College football showcase, everybody. What a weekend and Monday we had in college football, everybody. Okay, probably the best weekend of sports I've had in a year. Okay, college football. This was the best weekend of college football I've watched in over a year, everybody. Okay, better than every weekend last year of college football. Last year of college football, we had no crowds and nothing. I got to watch my Michigan Wolverines go out front in a 110,000 fan packed crowd. I'm going to that Michigan Washington game this week. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. But that's besides the point. College football, what a weekend we had, everybody. Okay, we had North Carolina losing to Virginia Tech, which just saddened me. We had Tulane almost upsetting Oklahoma, which did hit that overpick. Okay, 35-40. to 40. This close. Oklahoma blew that game then. Spencer Rattler didn't play. Up to par. Alabama, okay. Bama's going to roll. Bama's going to roll, everybody. 144-13. I expected a blowout, and I got a blowout. Okay, Alabama beat Miami by so much. 44-13. The Alabama Crimson Tide won over Miami. What a game that was. And then, you know, Michigan, like I mentioned earlier, winning 47-14. So sad that the Ronnie Bell torn ACL injury had a great game and then tore his ACL on a punt return. But just an interesting thing to see. My Michigan Wolverines went a 47-14 against the Western Michigan Broncos. J.J. McCarthy looked great in that one play. Touchdown play he had. K. McNamara played great. Only two incompletions, which were both deflections. Just the defensive line, Carroll's mistake there. But, you know, only two incompletions by K. McNamara. A great game. 9 of 11. Okay, a great game. Came back from there. And then we got Georgia Clemson, like I broke down earlier. Okay, Georgia obviously won that game in the trenches game. Wasn't even 100%. I'm glad Georgia won that game. I honestly am. Even though I picked Clemson, I was glad that Georgia won that game. Started towards end of the game, I started rooting for Georgia a little bit. Only one touchdown in the game was a pick six by the Georgia defense. Just an interesting thing to think about. But now, let's get over to our new thing in College Football Showcase. Okay, you know, the AP pool top 25 released this week, and I got a lot to say about it. Okay, so what we're going to be doing in College Football Showcase every week, everybody, we're going to be listing my scored sports top 25. So now AP top 25 poll, the scored sports top 25 poll. Let's hop into it. My number one team I've got is Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Number three, 
Ohio State, four Cincinnati, five Oklahoma, six Clemson, seven Texas A&M, eight Notre Dame, nine Iowa State, 10 Oregon, 11 Florida, 12 Iowa, 13 USC, 14 UCLA, 15 Penn State, 16 Texas, 17 Virginia Tech, 18 North Carolina, 19 Coastal Carolina, 20 Wisconsin, 21 Miami, 22 UCF, 23 Ole Miss, 24 my Michigan Wolverines, and number 25 Nevada, everybody, okay? Okay, so now let me break down just a little bit. Okay, I love Nevada being a top 25 team. Okay, I'm thinking Nevada is a top 25 team. Had a great win against Cal, California this week, okay? That's a power five team who they beat. They got Carson Strong, project top 10 pick in the NFL draft quarterback. I'm really loving this Nevada team. Okay, Cal is pretty much better at every single position than Nevada, except for quarterback. Carson Strong is a top 10 quarterback in college football. There's no debating that. He has played a great game. Okay, Nevada, 25th best team in college football. Then I got Michigan at 24, which is my favorite team, my Michigan Wolverines. Oh, and they played just great week one. Okay, a lot of people had Michigan Wolverines, my Michigan Wolverines in their top 25. I'm not the people top 25. They have them right out there, pretty much 27. Okay, but I think after a big win against Washington this week, they will be. 23 ALMS, great one on Monday night against Louisville. 22 UCF, I know they had a great comeback. I think it was 20 unanswered points against Boise State. That was a great game also. 20 Wisconsin, okay, just... Not a great game for Wisconsin against Penn State. I was thinking about not even ranking them, but I decided to rank them. 21 Miami after a dreadful loss against Alabama. And then I got the Carolinas, 18 and 19, Coastal Carolina, North Carolina. Just, it was a great week for college football. I wanted to put Cincinnati at number four, everybody. Okay, because I think Cincinnati is top four team in college football. I moved Clemson down to number six. Okay, because that's pretty much, that's where they are in the AP poll, top 25 right now. And I agree with that. But I moved AM down to seven because of my preseason poll. They were number five. But I'm moving them down to number seven because I don't love what I saw from Haynes King. I'm moving Notre Dame up because, you know, it was a good game for Notre Dame. Just not a great game on defense. No reason to move them down at all. They still won that game. Okay, a bunch of teams in front of them lost. But I am moving down Iowa State after that dreadful game against Northern Iowa. Yes, they won. But it was 16-10, everybody. Not a great game at all for Iowa State. But that's about for my squared sports week one, post-week one. Top 25 poll, everybody. Okay, let's move to the games portion. The score of sports. Lane Fred, College Football Showcase, episode number 47. Let's hop into it. My lock of the week for college football this week is Miami minus nine versus Appalachian State. You're saying, oh, Appalachian State, watch for the upset. Watch for the upset. Appalachian State in 2019 was a great team under Eli Drinkwitz. Eli well, Drinkwitz is that. Missouri right now, everybody, okay? New head coach at Appalachian State. Really not loving this Appalachian State team. This is an easy pick for me. I'm taking the Miami Hurricanes, minus nine, against Appalachian State. Next game, Michigan, minus six and a half against Washington. Washington lost against Montana, a FCS team. This was the first time in five years a ranked FBS team lost to an FCS team. This ain't no Western Michigan. Western Michigan, I read, is miles ahead of Montana. And Michigan beat Western Michigan 47 to 14. Montana beat Washington. Oh, I'm taking my Michigan Wolverines. Big in this game. Dylan Morris didn't look good. Josh Jackson, former Michigan player, did not look in that game, good, good in that game either. Okay, but now let's move over to, we got, I'm going to pick two games this week. The game of the week and then one other game. So this is not the game of the week, but it's a great game. Oregon versus Ohio State. It's in Columbus. Just give me the ball, guys. All right, I really hate to say it. Give me the ball, guys. I'm taking Ohio State. 35 to 14, maybe. Oregon didn't look great against Fresno State. I picked that to be a close game, and it was. Kevin Thibodeau might be questionable in this game. He might not even play in this game. That's why I'm taking Ohio State in this game. But if he does, as I see your struggles, right from my worth, Tyler McCord might be the start of this team next week if they lose this game. Okay. 
if Ohio State loses this game this week, Kyle McCord might be the starting quarterback of this team next week. True freshman Kyle McCord. Great quarterback. He could be the starting quarterback of this team next week if Ohio State struggles this week or if CJ Stroud loses this game for them. CJ Stroud plays terrible. Not up to par. We can even see a halftime switch if CJ Stroud doesn't play well. He had a great second half against Minnesota last week. A really poor se- first half. But I'm picking Ohio State to win this game. They're going to run Oregon out of Columbus. Okay. That's all I'm trying to say here. Oregon is going to get run out of Columbus. Ohio State, a home game for them. It's going to be an easy game for them. I'm taking the Buckeyes in this one. Now, the game of the week. We've got Iowa versus Iowa State. Iowa looked great last week. I picked Indiana to win that game. Iowa blew them out. They crushed them. Senator Petros had a good game. Good game. Only had 158 yards, but still a good game. Great de- game for the Iowa defense. And it wasn't a great game for the Iowa State Cyclones. Everybody, okay. Only won 16 and 10 against Northern Iowa. They're playing another Iowa team this week in Iowa. Okay. Game is in Ames, Iowa. Just a, I'm very excited to watch the game. Just because it's home for Iowa State, that's why I'm taking the Cyclones. This one off a game-winning field goal by Connor Asley. I'm taking the Iowa State Cyclones in this one. 21-18. Give me the Cyclones over the Hawkeyes in a great game. Deserves to be college game this week. And it is. I'm taking Iowa State in this one. That's about for College Bowl Showcase this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, at the buzzer, everybody, at the buzzer, making a return. But this week's at the buzzer. I want to talk about the San Diego Padres, everybody. I went to that San Diego Padres for Houston Astros game on Sunday where Jake Cronenworth hit a walk-off home run. What a great game that was. But what I noticed in that game is the Padres' offense can be on fire, and then they can also collapse. They had three first-inning runs, didn't score again until the ninth inning, bombed the ninth inning with Jake Cronenworth hitting a home run. And they can have great pitching, but it can also collapse at times. Chris Pack was throwing a shutout, then he gave up back-to-back home runs. Okay, so if this Padres' offense is on fire at the time of the playoffs, they could make the World Series. But if it's not, if the pitching's failing. This team's going to lose in the wild card round. That's all I'm trying to say here. It's a very up-and-down team, what I know is the Padres. They're a very up-and-down team. I think by the time it comes playoff time, they're going to be pretty much... They're going to be going downhill on offense a little bit. I didn't love what I saw from Fernando Tatis in that game. Like I said, went 0 for 3, but, you know, had a great game the night before. Okay, so had a bad error in the field. They haven't played in right fielder right now since he can't play shortstop because of dislocated injury. And just If there was a universal DH in the MLB... Fernando Tatis Jr. could greatly benefit from that. In my opinion, one of the worst fielders uh, on this Padres team right now. So I think when it comes to playoff time, I don't think this team is going to win a playoff game. I really do think that they are going to lose this wildcard game to the Cincinnati Reds. You can bookmark it. Okay. San Diego Padres are going to lose in the wildcard round to the Cincinnati Reds, everybody. The Cincinnati Reds are going to advance. Make the divisional round. Make the NLDS, everybody. That's about for out the buzz this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. <laughs> Question of the day, but this week's question is Who's the best team in the NFL? NFL Week 1 starting up. Give your preseason pick of who the best team in the NFL is. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for question of this week. That's about for Squared Sports with Land Frank, episode number 47. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week in episode number 48. Stay tuned.